everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Fan with the Fanbite Podcast. Woo! Yes, against all odds, <laughs> I am still your host after these 50 episodes of Fan with. Five zero. The big five O, as they call it. The what? What anniversary is that? Silver, Half. baby. Mm. Uh, so everybody, please mail us some silverware. Uh, it'll be very yeah. nice no, 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 Bungie, send me some silver because mm. Destiny is down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Demand yeah. free silver. Oh, you're yeah, like everybody I currently be compensated. Com- mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like everybody I'm currently not- commenting on that tweet on the Bungie help. Yeah. yeah, I'm currently I'm currently drafting up a class action lawsuit. So if y'all want, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am still your host, Stephen Gordon Malloy Strum. Yep, that's right. Sorry, wait. Is what? that actually that's true? That's a strong, powerful name. Steven. Two middle names. Wow, you waited till episode fifty to drop mm-hmm. those on us, huh? Yep, been holding oh that God. one back. So everybody, uh, take out the bingo cards I mailed to all the listeners last year. Uh, you yeah. can finally fill in that space real quick, and then at the end of the episode, <laughs> uh, please send us screenshots to tell us if uh, you have gotten bingo, and if not, well, better luck next episode. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm joined by one Merritt Kay, who you just probably heard in the background there. Hello. Hi, Merritt. Hey. All right, moving on to Nikki, then. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm really busy tweeting at Bungie in the other window. Mm, mm, oh, yeah. So you got a good reason, at the very least. Yeah. Bungo tweets. Hi, yeah. I'm here also. <laughs> Wait, sorry, who's that? Who is, who's who's that? that? We, so for the 50th episode, you know, we on FanWith, uh, from the very beginning, basically, have, uh, you know, been big proponents of fans of players of Destiny. So we decided that, you know, for this one, we would get a special guest um, here today in the studio, live with us uh, in L.A., where we all are right now, is in <laughs> person, is one Shax, the former warlord of Yeah, uh, Lord Earth. Shax. Lord Shax. Lord Shax. Yeah. LS. Uh, Shax, uh, what, uh, it's, it's very nice for you to be to be here today. Nice. Yeah, I, it, it is pretty good, isn't it, Like, right? I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a you. great show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a big fan. No! <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Uh... Yeah, no, Shax, you can't just laugh at your own joke like that. It's uh, it's tough. Uh, I, I should also, before we, uh, now that we've gotten Shax out of the way, we should move on to one of our more regular hosts, Danielle Riendo. Hi, I'm so happy to be here, especially sitting on Shax's lap, as I am, uh, here in L.A. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep, you gave the game away. This is not a video podcast, so nobody knew until you said that, and now it's Shax... True. You know, Shax, uh, he can't be getting up to any shenanigans like that. Romantic shenanigans. Crimson Days is going on uh, later today. So, oh, I like, didn't say it was romantic. You know. It was just comfy. Oh. Well, you know. Oh, I see. Okay. But, you know. Uh, it's just it's... a comfortable place. We have a full crew today. So, I, I like, you know, I'm really small. I, I'm kind of pocket-sized, mm. and, I, and I fit on uh, Shax's lap. I'm assuming Shax is big. I have never oh, seen yeah. Shax. Yeah, I have he's no like a big guy. idea. Hey, Shax, how would you describe your current uh, situation with, like, both of you sitting in one spot like that? Two for one. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think it's all worth it for that right there. That was all worth nice. it, yeah. <laughs> oh, Shax, just such a character. 
Uh, yeah, so it's episode 50 of, of, of Fan with the Fanbyte podcast, and uh, we had a couple of ideas for different things that we wanted to do. Definitely this uh, recurring feature, this recurring gag of having um, special guests from video games from now on. Uh, thing that we're definitely going to do for every single episode after this. Uh, now we have some other stuff planned, too. We have, we have a couple of other ideas that we weren't able to get kind of off the ground right in time, partially because of just, you know, scheduling things and people not feeling well and such. But, like, uh, I think we're going to probably do some... There'll be some more cool stuff on the horizon. But in the meantime, how is everybody doing today? My body hurts. <laughs> they battered your body. But they could not harm your soul. That's untrue. That's untrue, yeah. <laughs> that is untrue, Shaq. They got my, my soul. soul, yeah. They got, they did get my uh, soul. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, I'm just in pain. You know, it's, here's the, th- here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's an, it's an annoying level of hurt that I'm currently enduring mm-hmm. because it's dull background, like, aching. And I can't, there's like no amount of Tylenol I could take to make the inside pain go away. So I just kind of have to deal with it. So that's what I'm doing. I hate being sick so very, very much. And just hearing other people being sick makes me like hurt with like sympathetic pain. So like I'm very upset. Please carry all of it, Steven. That would rule for me. Yeah. (laughs) If I could, I share it. If I could split it in half, I probably would with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm very sorry. You'd use pain split? Yeah, I would use pain split. The, (laughs) uh, you know, special power that I have. Uh, it's a third yeah. level skill, so you know it's it, it does burn a spell slot. But, Steven, uh, it's a Pokemon move, okay? Mm. It's not a fucking wizard dungeon Gandalf Hobbit thing. It's yeah, a magical okay. creature <laughs> that commands the elements thing. Right? Yeah, totally different. Very different. Very different. Well, oh, there's <laughs> my cat, I, that and there's our second feels. special guest of the day. <laughs> This is my dog. He's so happy to be here. He's happy to be alive. He's happy to be here. You know? Oh yeah, of course. He's always happy yeah. that when uh, when you're recording, uh, it definitely shows <laughs> with you, all the excitement. When y'all were talking about pain, can I share a very? Uh, I think it's funny anecdote oh, with mm-hmm. y'all. Sure, I, I love my, anecdotes. I was on my ambulance this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, I had genuinely the tiniest stab wound I've ever seen in my oh. life. You like had the a stab actual wound? tiniest. No, 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 not me. Oh. Like my patient did. Sorry. We say like, oh, I had this. It means like your patient, the call, the job was this. Uh-huh. Right, right. And, and like there were like 12 cop cars with cops all over the place because it came over as a stabbing. And like, I, I swear to God, like I put a bandaid on this man. That's all it was. Yeah. It was like a, a quarter of an inch of a stab wound. Huh. Anyway, what did, that's what I got. What did they get stabbed by? <laughs> did you did you know? Are you allowed to talk about I'm that? I'm really not sure okay. what he was stabbed with. I'm gonna guess it was like a pen or something, maybe. Oh. Or or just like oh. a very small thing. I don't like the idea of getting stabbed by something super dull like that. <laughs> that probably yeah, no, hurts. I I get it. There was a cut. There was a cut, but it was like it's sometimes you're called for like really major stuff and then it's like I've had somebody who legitimately cut themselves with a butter knife. Yeah. And like they called for an ambulance <laughs> because they just don't actually like it's somebody from a different country who just doesn't know the American medical system and was just like trying to call and be like, Where do I go to like a normal clinic? And they got nine one one and right, here okay. we were. There was like a tiny cut and it was like, Oh, 
Hi. Yeah. Glad that we've run we've run up here with all our equipment expecting you to be dying. Oh it's right. Just this little thing. Sometimes that happens. I could feel that in my bones. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, Shax. That's a gruesome tale if I've ever heard one. <laughs> Truly. Oh, and yeah, uh, and just in general, I think we've uh, you know kind of we've been it's been a week in general for all of us. It's been a it's it's Tuesday right now, but I think last week was very harrowing for a lot of us. So I think we you know we we're kind of we're hanging in there as best as we can right now. But um, hopefully this ends up working out pretty well. I don't know. Do you guys, do you guys get up to anything fun or relaxing over the weekend that would maybe like alleviate some of the like just immense mountain of stress that it feels like we're under as we're approaching uh, PAX season and E three season <laughs> and all those seasons. We're already going through emails. Uh, ten ten hundred emails a day. Ten hundred. That's oh, a phrase people use. No, that's that's yeah. Um, it's fucked up. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> Hey, I want to tell you about a new character that's been added to a mobile-only fighting game. Okay. Word? That, that's about um, anime titties. Oh. Um, maybe your readers would be interested in this. Yeah. My uh-huh. readers would be interested. I mean, um, my readers definitely would be, but they're perverts. And yeah. they're, <laughs> See, they're criminals, the essentially. They are criminals. Yeah. Um, so it's, maybe it's like a good way to entrap them. Yeah, that's true. Um, but mm-hmm. we can hey, really guys, separate the wheat from the chaff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, getting emails they'll let, sucks. They'll just let anyone send an email these days. You yeah, know? that's exactly. Like they'll mm-hmm. let anybody make a video game, and they'll let anybody send an email, and it's yeah. fucked up. And you know yeah. when it's like, uh, I just mostly, you know, I think most people, I think this is an open secret, just auto archive most uh press releases or not auto archive but like glance at them and are like yeah. okay <laughs> we don't uh actually have time to talk about uh world of tanks has a new gun in it uh that's uh, it shoots other tanks it shoots other, actually <laughs> that would be good though mm, yeah. see that that's the kind of innovation that world of tanks needs nikki um uh. And, and no shade necessarily to the PR people who are No, there, I mean, you're uh, doing your job. Exactly. And I don't envy you for it because you're stuck. You'd, I'm sure you'd love to be sending emails about, you know, what Mario's up to or whatever. But, right. um, yeah. you know, you're in this bad position of having to promote uh, games that no one cares about. And uh, Well, people care about, <laughs> certainly. Certainly people care about, for every mobile game that I'm like, I've never heard of this. It has like six million players. Right. Yeah. But it's not our our audiences. We've established our audience as perverts and we need to very we need to very specifically cultivate our content around that in a way that does not get us in legal trouble, but at the same time does attract their attention and their clicks. Right. So Fire Emblem is basically what you're saying. That's kinda that's kind of our niche. Yeah. Or, and, and also part of it too is that it's just like it's this time of year where it, it is a lot of events getting planned, but also like not uh, right now, this season, especially this year in 2020, there was just nothing big coming out. And there's not a lot of like news to say, like, yep, that, that game we announced six months ago is still coming out. Like, we have to send you, we are, the options there are to either send you, you know, emails about like, here's this new gun that we've rolled out uh, of trailer for in that game that has been announced six months ago and you already wrote about, and you're probably not going to write about an entire piece just about a gun, 
Or the other option is to like, you know, um, you, you, obviously multiple PR firms have multiple clients and stuff like that. So you focus on more of the stuff that is like online live games and stuff that isn't necessarily going to reach the same audience as the people that you work with, like on the day to day throughout the year, which is us or something like that. So, you know, it's, you know, I, I have to say, I'm excited about the new gun in Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, true. that's going to that's going to change the meta. Right. Something fierce. So like much. no one is no one's really ready for it. And like. <laughs> the it, I've like there have been leaks. Obviously, everybody knows this. The leaks that have come out about the progression, like the skill tree that you have to get all the way down. Yeah. Um, involving apple trading and uh, fucking paperclip trading, and then you have to like do a deal with Tom Nook. Everybody knows like all of that stuff. Yeah. yeah so like, yeah. I'm really excited to see what the gameplay ramifications are. Like, is it going to, like, put you in first person? Is it going to be third person? Is it going to yeah. be, like, over the shoulder? Like, mm-hmm. are you mm-hmm. going to be able to shoot the fish? Like, these are all questions that we're all asking. Yeah. Um, and that's our job in this industry is to kind of, like, yeah. break open these these big questions that the that the gamers just, like, want to know. We right. are the game informers, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're the spot that people what... come to for games. Exactly. Mm, that's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly Imagine... right. Imagine gamers now like on a, fan with that's oh, like yeah, our absolute right. yeah i thought you were gonna yeah. say in maybe some kind of network yeah like like a like a coming together of gaming oh, we're kind of like the pros of games mm, you know right uh, right or like uh um, but but the kinds of games that we cover are mainly electronic games you know right yeah elegiac yeah, yeah, yeah. you know uh you know something that happens like 12 times a year I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Gamers yeah. also, they have a lot of questions. They frequently ask these questions. Yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. they come to us for those for those gaming questions. <laughs> they do. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Giant uh, bomb. Giant we... <laughs> I was going to say, sometimes we like to one-up the competition uh, here and there, but uh, now we're getting into places that don't exist anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. If, as you can surely guess, we still haven't played a lot. What are you talking about? What do you mean? Uh, I've been playing. That's not true. First of all, I've been playing Halo still. Have you heard of it? I'm still playing. Uh I forget what Halo is every week. It's like that one. um, You remember that Doctor Who villain where like if you looked away, you'd forget they exist. The Weeping Angels. The Weeping Angels. Yeah. All of them are if you look away, something bad happens. That was sort of his only idea. That's Um, Moffat. Yeah. Stephen Moffat kind of like the first time he did that, everyone was like, oh, cool. And then he's like, what if I did that again, but different? Uh-huh. But and with they guy looked, instead they, of rock. They're just, they're just guys now instead of rocks uh-huh. with yeah. fucked up faces because that's all we can <laughs> afford to do. Um, yeah, I'm like that with Halo. Whenever I'm not yeah. talking about Halo, I just forget, forget that it yeah. exists. Yeah. Well, so thank um, you for reminding me. You're welcome. Um, they, that game still, that EXE still boots up on my Xbox One. Um, you are playing against it on Xbox, all odds, then, not, not PC. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Because the only one, the only one that you can play on the personal computer is Reach right now. The other ones are in beta. Hmm. What a weird um, thing! What? What? How yeah. weird that is to me that like they just put Reach out first rather than the other way around, where they, like they had the ones that they've already been working on for eleven years, yeah. and yeah. then didn't put out Reach later. Super strange. Um, but yeah, I haven't really made any more progress in the story of Halo 1, but I did play some multiplayer in uh, Halo 2. Mm. Um, that game is crunchy. 
is how I would describe that, like mm. the multiplayer of Halo Two. Mm. There's like a, there's a heft and a and a tactility to yes. Halo Two that feels weird, um, especially like the the one thing that Master Chief Collection does for me very quick because I haven't played that much is that the game is really good about throwing you from Halo to Halo between match to match. And it is when you are playing a game of Halo 2 Remastered and then immediately playing a game of Halo 4 and then immediately playing a game of Halo 1 that you realize that, like, actually no one knows how to make a video game. And they never <laughs> have. Um, because they all feel good in different ways and then they all feel bad in different ways. But they, like, aren't – lessons aren't learned from game to game. It's, like, different problems are introduced from iteration to iteration and then, like – I don't know. It's really weird. Halo Four is not very good. Is the other thing I, I can I still realize. feel. I can still feel Halo Two because I spent mm. so many hours in that game in my senior year of high school, and then in the summer before college, like I played so much of that game online, and I can still feel like the precise like heft and timing of like firing a rocket or like doing the melee attack with a rocket. Yeah, you just swing it overhead. Uh huh. Yeah. Or like um, the um. The like when you'd play on a map with like only shotguns and grenades or something, and just like that, like chicken kind of game of like how close you need to yeah. be because if you because... fire too early, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, god, what a good game! God, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the other wonderful thing about the shotguns in, in all of the halos is that they don't work. <laughs> Like they just don't work. They're essentially most melee times. weapons. Yeah. Yeah. When they when they do work, they work very well. You do die, uh, but when they don't work, it's like I was like I feel like I was eight feet away, and in future space, I feel like the bullets would get there, but Cortana's like, no, those bullets didn't work. No, Cortana um, said no. Yeah, Cortana yeah. said no. What if That's you fired a shotgun, but Cortana <laughs> said no? Yeah. Damn. That's all I've got. Um, I'm not looking at. I'm trying. This weekend I won't be playing video games because I will be on vacation. Oh, uh, well, so I'm excited. when are you going on vacation? Uh, I'm your boy's Audi on Friday, and then I come back on Monday. So it's like not a real vacation. Wait, it's like I a, was gonna say, isn't that just a weekend? <laughs> well, yeah, it's the President's <laughs> Day weekend. Oh, I, I'm okay. celebrating this nation's presidents by going to Mexico. Oh, good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the definitely something worth celebrating. Uh, well, listen, listen. It doesn't say American President's Day. Mm. It doesn't. Oh. It doesn't. You Nowhere on be, the box does it say. You could be celebrating one of Mexico's many presidents. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lithuania. What about Destiny presidents? presidents? Are there mm. presidents in Destiny? Uh, Technically, the last city is governed by uh, a council, the consensus, I think it's called. Made up of a bunch okay. of different factions who each have representatives. And then there's like the speaker who talks to the traveler, but I don't think there's like a leader. No, not really. Okay. It's okay. The, the money and like economics in that universe, like the, literally what money is in Destiny is just this like 3D printer materials. It's just like literally um, stuff to make more stuff out of. It's um, programmable matter from Twisted Pair, if you've seen that film. Okay, okay. Yeah, Wait, as, as we all on. have. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, did they? Re um, okay, the spoilers for Destiny Two. You know how they get the speaker, and then they yeah. kill him, right? Yeah, they did, yeah. Destiny yeah. Two. Yeah. Now, did they replace him? Merritt no. and I were talking about this thing not twenty-four hours ago. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. Back when Destiny like worked and I was playing Destiny and um <laughs> all of all of yesterday and, ago. I, and I wasn't <laughs> clinically depressed. Um No, uh I don't think they did elect a new speaker. I think the whole thing was like he was trying to find a successor but like didn't before he died. And right. I, there's some mention in the lore that like Saint 14 might be a good new speaker. But mm. I don't know if that's like happening. Just one of the many plot threads that yeah. Bungie has been like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Except in that one, you know that the reason was it's because the uh, the speaker was voiced by Bill Nye, and it was definitely a situation <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, yeah, um, keep paying him. They, they have <laughs> yeah, been progressively phasing out every like professional, um, not professional, but like famous actor, like, like Hollywood Nathan, actor. Yeah, Nathan Fillion also gone. Um, I guess Peter Dinklage gone. Peter Dinklage gone. Um, so it's basically everyone in that game is voiced by Nolan North at this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he just does every character. Yeah, three out of five conversations in that game are just Nolan North talking to him. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I guess we still have Lance Reddick and Gina, yeah, Torres. Gina Torres. Like, they yeah. are pretty famous. Yeah, um, and they keep doing new lines, like, kind of all the time. Like That's the, true, yeah. Season. yeah. That is true. Uh, I don't know. Has Gina Torres been anything in anything any big vehicle lately? Like I feel like it was Angel and Firefly, and then like Joss yeah. Whedon stopped making TV after Dollhouse, so like Gina Torres hasn't been around a whole lot lately. Whereas I feel like Lance Reddick is kind of always pops up in a, a million different things. Yeah, she. She was in Star Wars Rebels for a, a hot. She minute, was in Rebels. Um, she was. She's in Pearson. Which is a tele? Oh wait, no, that What's... was it. Only lasted for one year, um, and was a spinoff of Suits <laughs> on a USA characters. Welcome. Okay, wait, mm. wait a second, wait a second. How many have you looked up Gina Torres just now? Yes. Do- okay, for those who haven't, yeah. look up Gina Torres. Look at a look for a picture of Gina Torres. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Look for yeah. a recent picture of her. I'm- I, I probably don't even need to. I kind of know what Gina Torres looks like. Just picture her in your... Okay, so when you visualize Gina Torres in your mind, what does she look like? Does she look like A, B, C, D? Mm, no. Mm-hmm. Um, guess, <laughs> guess how old she is. Oh, geez. 47? In in my mind's eye, in, in figure uh, four, where I see Gina Torres... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I think of her as like probably not much older than 40 at the highest... She is 50, 50 of... Earth years old. Oh, 50 yeah. years old. Yes. Yeah, five zero Earth years. Yeah. Is she dating Lawrence Fishburne or something? Because every was. picture. Okay. Every picture yeah. I find of her, she Lawrence Fishburne is with her. I'm like, what is They're, going on? They were married until 2018. Oh, wow. Oh. It was fairly recent. Wait, she's with this. Oh, God. Page six. Gina Torres traded Lawrence Fishburne for a cowboy type from, and then that's cut off. <laughs> Hell no, yeah. She's with, like, some trucker ass dude now. Hell yeah. Hey, oh, that rules. Trucking is a noble profession. I didn't say it, it wasn't. She just, that's just, it's just different. Listen, uh, the water in Washington Heights is different. That's why she looks so good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair. She also probably Extremely has money, right? Fair. Yeah, but oh, a lot of a lot of I know. Okay, so I know this is like, this is one of those things where people are like, "How does this rich person look so good?" But some rich people don't look good. Like it's That's not. True. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it is, a lot of it's just money and lifestyle and sure, stuff. Sure, like, name one rich person that doesn't look good. You can't. Exactly. I can't. Oh, that I guy can who's three like... three that are running for president right always... now. <laughs> Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Go on. <laughs> are oh, you saying are you about that to Tom Steyer is Tom Steyer on blast? I don't know who that is. <laughs> He's... Yeah. He... Yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, rightfully so. Uh, I know, I know. There is the the bad man who currently uh, runs the country badly. Um, mm-hmm. There yep. is the Tom rat- Nook, correct? Yeah, t- Tom Nook. Uh, there's the Rat Man um, who lives in the sewers and Chuck E. Oh, Cheese. Yes, yep, Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> running for yes. the rotten Chuck E. Cheese uh, model that was not destroyed <laughs> uh, the way that they tell you to. Um, Wait, right? sorry. I just I want to point out that if you search Pete Buttigieg on Google <laughs> uh-huh. Images, this, for me at least, the second link, and I do want to point out that this is fake. Like it's it's a Snopes page, and it's yeah. like, uh, no, definitely this wasn't true. But it's uh, the title of this page <laughs> is "Was a teenage Pete Buttigieg arrested for killing dogs?" What? <laughs> what? Like obviously That's untrue, wild. but like. <laughs> Uh, like someone used one of those fake newspaper generators to be like teen yeah. arrested for dog slaying and then put a picture of him next to it. But like, why is that the second result? <laughs> yeah, that's wild. It's it's my third result. It's like my so I don't think my guy's yeah. Google results. Oops. He really needs to work on his SEO. Yeah, his SEO is pretty bad. Which is interesting when you think about it, because if there is a, a human being on the planet who feels like they probably care more about their SEO than anyone else, it is Pete Buttigieg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Pete Buttigieg has, has also like never been online. Like, I don't think he's a very online guy. Oh, no. Didn't you read that story, uh, Merritt? Which one? No, he loves online. Yeah, he loves online. Uh, he loves online so much that so the, that story, I forget who it was. There was like the, it's like a Washington Post reporter. Who is it that writes these like incredibly like detailed stories about like just the most fucking like asinine things that famous people do? <laughs> God, what a fucking piece of shit. Um, sorry, I just saw a picture of him. <laughs> Mickey has gifted us, uh, for those of you who can't uh, see, because it's I guess it's an audio podcast. Uh, yeah. N- Nikki has gifted us with a JPEG in our Discord of, I would call it the rat fuckiest of all the pictures. <laughs> sorry. That's Forget on, your rat boy. That's sorry. on my guy's website. So, like, so, <laughs> it's the, he, it's the worst. No one made him post those. He was yeah. proud of it. No, and okay, okay, again, not to like make fun of politicians for how they look, because like how people look does no, not it's matter. A, it's how he carries himself. Yeah, truly. no, he's a dork and an evil dork, and that's really yeah. what matters at the end of the day. By the way, the, if he was a good dork, we'd be having a different conversation. Sure, sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I don't know why I always default to thinking if I read something it was on Washington Post. I do not read the Washington Post. Uh, the article <laughs> I was thinking of was on Slate by Ashley Feinberg. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, the okay. the article is familiar called with Pete... her work. Yeah, the the article is called Pete Buttigieg's um, campaign says this Wikipedia user is not Pete. So who is it? Tracking down the editor who tracks every move the South Bend mayor makes. Oh my god! Uh, from December twentieth, twenty nineteen. I read this a few weeks ago. It's fucking fantastic because it's just like this like in depth history of uh, Pete denying that he edits his own Wikipedia page and has been doing so for like decades and like despite the fact that there is definitely like like the like a lot of. Um, 
irrefutable proof that if if he is not editing it then he definitely hires somebody who follows him around to edit it because they're making changes about his like daily life that is like impossible to know unless you like were with him in the room at that time or something like that yeah and the name of that firm that he hired to do it is called shaft oh (laughs) sorry i just i was just checking in on our friend andrew yang um oh who I haven't really been following <laughs> a whole lot. Um, also, good tweet, Nikki. Um, Thank you. Nikki, this is an all-time... Uh, <laughs> I was just so checking good. in on our friend Andrew Yang, and uh, this isn't new, but like I said, I don't follow him in the trades. Sure. So I, um, well, first of all, do you remember a couple of weeks ago when he jumped off a chair and said, let's right. see Bernie do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when he jumped like six inches in the air, yeah. and it like was like he had done something. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like he did a flip, like just a straight <laughs> up flip from standing. But the thing that I want to talk about is from December, when um, I'm looking at a photo right now, and uh, I could just post it, but I, I want to describe it to you instead. And you probably, you, maybe you've seen this, maybe you yeah. listeners have seen this, but I hadn't seen this before now. Um, there are three three men in this photo. They're standing okay. um, behind a wall uh, plastered with uh, New Hampshire for Yang signs. Good. Uh, there's a man sort of watching. Um, a, a white man is sort of like standing watching uh, in like a, a winter coat. And he's kind of like smiling a little bit. And he's watching as Andrew Yang, uh, who is wearing kind of like a blazer shirt combo, holds a whipped cream can. And um, in and is sort of spraying it into the waiting mouth of another man on his knees mm. in front of him. Oh, um, uh-huh. with his, like with his eyes this. closed and his mouth agape, right, waiting to right. receive the whipped cream. Right, right. I've and, definitely uh, seen this. Yeah, I hadn't seen this before now. And um, what's Can going on over there, guys? What's hell? Gonna, yeah, I'll I would like to. This. I'll, yeah. I'll just post thank the picture. You, thank you. Um, I don't hey guys, get it. What's going on over there? Like, Insider.com. Andrew Yang uh, was filmed spraying whipped cream into the mouths, plural, of his kneeling supporters, plural. So apparently that image oh! only captures one instance of the event in question. Oh, this sucks. Oh, this sucks. <laughs> what is what is he oh doing with God. his face? Okay, can there, we talk oh, wait, just wait, for one? There's a video too. Uh, for one brief moment. When I first mm-hmm. opened this picture, I thought the man in the jacket was a priest because his zipper from afar looks a little bit like a cross. Oh, <laughs> it does. Like a collar, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, not when you kind of close up on it, but just first seeing it, I was like, what? The priest is part of this. Uh, yeah, he did this to an, a second man, except then someone pulled him. I guess that guy who's like his uh, assistant or no, campaign manager. Uh, uh-huh. He's trying to... so. Yang is trying to do this to another guy, and his campaign manager the pulls manager. him away. And yeah. is like, yeah. please like, stop. Please. We can't. Um, and uh, the comment that, uh, that he, he makes is, uh, he says, now that's a full-service presidential candidate. Uh, <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I have to leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put my headphones down real quick. I'm going to check something in the oven, but it really is just a pretext do you, to do walk away Do you think Shax has like, anything to say about this? Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh, hold on one second. Um, yeah, he yeah, left. We had got to go get. Yeah, we got to get him back. Yeah, no, on I, I got to get him back. He's oh no, like, I got, hey, I got him. I got him. I got him. I got him. Oh, oh okay, okay. 
Oh, that's weird. No, that's Jax. weird. Your legend. I want more, grow. Guardian. Oh, oh, oh he talked. He said he did talk two times <laughs> at the same time, which is weird. How do you among, do that? Among Shax's many, many talents, like knowing the Tempest back to front, uh, is ventriloquism. Obviously. Yeah. Is he speaking through that the man I thought was a priest? Is that what this is? Oh yeah, and you know what he says about that? I bet they didn't expect that. <laughs> Hey, uh, news, big news. Oh, yeah. I, if we can, if we want to get, get off of, wait, sorry, no, don't say get off. Um, uh-huh, get off if, with Andrew Yang, yeah. Uh, I just want to post this tweet made by the official Pokemon site, uh, that just wait. says, it just says, respect the drip, twerp, and, uh-huh. uh, it's a picture of Jesse and James in wedding looks and of course they are cross-dressing as sort of is their yeah. Yeah, want. like they do like they do um and the pokemon account posted that one uh-huh so, that's really uh, good pokemon though. on twitter it's pretty I love good this. it's a pretty good i tweet. fucking love this it's strong and that's something that we would post <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know what yes. you know what we have retweeted it now so oh, yeah perfect. good good good, good. official i love this yeah uh um, man, Justin James still around in Pokemon, right? Like, oh yeah, still in the anime, right? Okay, they they, they are still stalking the child. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. They they do want his weird pet rat. Yeah, they do want his weird weird dog still. Um, Wait, despite is... having encountered like about yeah. a billion better Pokemon, yeah, like, and at, despite Ash having lost almost every league battle he's ever fought in, they're like, we still need that weird rat. Yeah, we do. Why we started it now. Has, it's sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Has any has anybody told them that they can just catch their own weird rat? Yeah, like there Giovanni's is more than one. G, yeah, Giovanni's probably not going to be able to tell the difference, right? Like if you just buy the hat, I assume they sell those at your local Poke Mart. Does he even still just, want it, or is it just like are they just like off on their own doing it now? Yeah, are they? Are they? Have they gone <laughs> AWOL and they're just doing their own thing? Yeah, they've just been completely broken by this boy and his weird rat, and they'll now stop at nothing to get to get the weird rat. Giovanni's like tried to stop them like years ago. He's like, "Hey guys, I've got this like psychic monster that can just like kill people." So yeah, that um, we made. We I cannot stress enough. We did make him. We made this psychic monster from a one that we found in South America, which exists in the video games, uh-huh. um, and. Uh, <laughs> It's evil and it kills people and it makes clones of other ones. So don't worry about it. Anyway, that's the plot uh, of Pokemon the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone loves it. They're and they're remaking it. In have you have you all yeah. seen that? I've I've seen I that have. very bad face. Oh, sorry. They're what remaking it. Is that okay? Hello. Hello. Did everyone? <laughs> what happened? Did we lose everyone? Oh no, that was weird. <laughs> Shaxx took us Something all out happened. of the rooms. Um, okay. I was I was saying that they're, they're remaking it in, yeah. in computer generated imagery. Mm-hmm. Looks um, bad, and they all have smooth face disease, uh, and it looks really bad. <laughs> they look like you remember the like everybody remembers tighten up the graphics on level three, right? Of course. Yes. Uh, it, they look like they were rendered in the game that still needed its graphics tightened up on level three. They look like the, a Devry University. Well- CG commercial. Yeah. Mm. Oh boy. Yeah. That looks really bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why does it look like that? 
I, I don't know. It looks really weird in motion. Wait, is this like the Lupin movie where they did like a weird, like computer rendered anime look? Kind of. No, so, not really. Cause like, I feel like Lupin gets it right better. I mean, Lupin's like, it looks good from what yeah. I saw. Look this is, uh, not great. No, is Mewtwo a dog? Unclear. I've always thought that Mewtwo was kind of like a, kind of a lizard. I thought of it as like a cat, honestly. A cat, really? Uh, a cat makes more, yeah. A cat it does have alien? A little bit of, yeah. It does have like a little bit of like Killer Queen energy. Killer Queen Mewtwo like Bulbapedia. Yeah. Let's see if the word feline shows up in Mewtwo's Bulbapedia page. Okay, that'll settle feline. this. Feline. It does. It is a bipedal humanoid creature. Sorry, 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 sorry. I do have to rewind. Mewtwo's the first full sentence in Mewtwo's Bulbapedia. Yeah. Mewtwo is a Pokemon created by science, period. <laughs> it is a bipedal humanoid creature with some female, female, feline features. Feline, okay. So it's a cat. Okay. I mean, it's got feline features. A, a person can have feline features. No, it's a cat. Mm. Hmm. Remember, Danielle, you're, you're close to a doctor. Can you yes. weigh in on this? <clears throat> Uh, as my medical degree clearly states, yeah, mm-hmm. when you are a feline, you have a uh... god. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. Let me think through this. Okay, <laughs> you have. Claws, we broke Danielle on this one. You have fur. You have a way cuter face than most creatures. And you also have the propensity to climb up things. Yeah. That is a thing. Does Mewtwo All... do a lot of climbing? No. I mean, he, he kind of just flies, yeah. Yeah. He just right. flies with its he, powers. He flies and, like, I talks don't about love humanity. Mewtwo Y. Mewtwo Y is bad. I don't mm-hmm. love it. It looks like kind of like an alien. Yeah. Is there a Mewtwo X? There yes. is. And it's Mewtwo just, X is All worse. it does is it's just it's buff. buff. Yeah. 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 I, it kind of take... looks like the alien in Bloodborne at the very end. Oh, like the moon Sorry, presence? spoilers for a game from five years ago. But <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Mewtwo X is just ripped. Yeah. Yeah. Mewtwo Y though does look like fucking uh, that that Flash meme. The, the, you know, the superhero, the Flash, where he's like, mm-hmm. "Uh, do you think you'd think everybody, nobody around here had ever seen a genius before, or something like that." You know, yeah. like those kind of like memes of like um, uh, shitty people on the internet who are like talking about how smart they are. Uh, that is what Mewtwo Y looks like. He's no definitely case. in your DMs talking to you about, like, why you're wrong about something. Yeah. Yes. Mewtwo Y has a lot of takes about eugenics. Now, Mewtwo <laughs> X... I mean, to be fair, the product of eugenics, so... Yeah, 100%. That's so it makes true. sense. Yeah. So, okay, I, there are two... I have two things. First of all, upon closer inspection of Mewtwo X, the muscles are on the wrong side, aren't they? Yeah. Because... Uh, because... So the mu- muscles usually, when you get buff, they usually happen on the inside of the arm, like at the elbow where the, like you know where the elbow closes in the bicep region. Do you mean right? biceps? Yeah, in the bicep. I was Danielle, I was stalling to think expert. of the. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. I love bicep, how he just has bicep. really buff forearms and like no yeah. upper arms at all. Yeah, and then really buff thighs. Yeah, but really not buff calves. I mean, if you could call them like what even, those feet are just. The feet are so big, there's no calf. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, it yeah. goes its foot all the way to well, hinge. It's like a no. It's he also has like a double Muay Thai pads. Yeah. It's like a double like, leg, like a what's that called? Um, a double leg. He walks Wait, shit. on his toes. You know how we walk like on our feet. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. what cats have actually. Exactly. It's literally yes. what cats yeah. have. Yes, yes, yes. Like horses and things. Okay. I mean, we kind of have that as humans. It's basically what our feet are. It's just ours are way shorter because you can walk on the like front parts of your feet. I think this creature is wearing not pants, not a shirt, not anything yeah. like that, but it is wearing wrist protectors and like Muay Thai shin guards. Yeah. I think those are items of clothing. I don't think those are uh, the oh. physical substance. So this meets you just got dressed. It just put clothes wow. on this one. Just put clothes <laughs> on. Yeah, it's like that. Oh, yeah. You see down the middle, it does have that line. That's where the zipper is. Oh, that is the zipper. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those like. line. Wolf- <laughs> and yeah. you've posted a picture of Frieza, I see. Yeah, the, I got this good picture of a third Mewtwo, mm. and I wanted you Let guys to kind of post another wait. picture of Frieza. <laughs> what, what, what's that? Let me to post another picture of Frieza. Okay, But please. it's not actually Frieza, though. Oh, well. Then I'm, I'm not, not going to lie. No, that's what I was looking at, Frieza. and that's what I was commenting on. <laughs> it what, is oh, you were commenting on this one? Yes! Danielle? That's not Mewtwo. I'm the, I'm the, yes, I uh, I realize that now, and I thought it was just some weird permutation of Mewtwo. Now, Merit, how is this not Frieza? <laughs> now, this isn't Frieza, but it is no. a Frieza. It's a Frieza race. It's Frieza race, which when I was growing up, we either called changelings or icers. But mm-hmm. they don't have a name, so they're just Frieza race, officially. Uh, yep. And uh, this is from Dragon Ball Z... Uh, Xenoverse, Xenoverse? Yeah. yeah, where you can dress up a Frieza in like a hat and a suit, and that's that why it's my video game of 2020. <coughs> I did, did drink know that water when a... you said that, and it turned out bad for me. <coughs> did y'all know that there's a city in in the? Oh no, Steven's passing away. Did y'all know that there's? No. Did y'all know that there's a city in the Pokemon universe called New Torque City? Hmm. They're big fans uh, of the motorcycle movie. Mm-hmm. Torque. New, new Torque? New, new Torque City, T-O-R-K. And they do have a place that is just called Times Square. Okay, well, mm-hmm. you can't just wait, do that. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? It's only in the anime. Oh. Okay, yeah. I had to uh, Google did that thing where it was like, you mean New York City, right? You're just like <laughs> a dumbass. You mean up, New right? York City, right? And I was like, no, I mean, New Torque City. This is untenable. Here, here, I've got a, a GIF of New Torque City right here so we because can see it in action. What? Why? There's already... Unova <laughs> is already <laughs> based on New York. Yeah. yeah. And there, mm. there are already mm. cities in Unova that... Oh, this is just why. Why does this exist? Yeah. It's Torque. Um, I will say I did just now, about four seconds ago put together New Torque City and New York City. It just occurred to me. Ah, in what about that what about thing. New Pork City? New yeah. New Pork City also good. Yeah. What about New Donk City? Is that what? anything? Uh are you all familiar with the anime uh just to stop it right there. Are you all familiar with the anime Hunter Hunter? Uh I'm no. fam- I am I am aware of it. I've seen about 3 episodes. Okay. Uh, there is a part in that anime where they do go to a city called York New City. Just called, sorry, New City? Y- York New City. One word, York. No. Y-O-R-K-N-E-W City. 
I'm trying no. to find an image of it, but I cannot. Yeah, I don't accept this. Wrong. I don't accept uh, it. <laughs> Gundam has a uh, Gundam has a city called uh, New York, which is just New York spelled with a uh, with an A in it. I like that every uh, I like every anime that has like a neo New York. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like new New York, but like it sounds very cool still. Yeah. Like honestly, any cyberpunk thing where they're like, "Oh, Los Angeles is fucked up, so now we have neo Los Angeles built atop mm-hmm. the ruins of old LA." Right. Like I get. Like I guess Futurama was really the uh, Futurama really sort of nailed that whole thing, right? I, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. There's like two. There's like, like there's two previous New Yorks or something. I think there's like un the there's like an underground New York, isn't there? There's yeah, also... New York is destroyed twice in Futurama. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and then the mutants there's also the there's also Neo Yokio, yes. where like yeah. everything uptown is actually just underwater. <laughs> oh really? Um, yeah. There's I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to find out. Yeah, I think like everything uptown is just actually underwater, and to Wait. access it, you have to go. Uh, everything downtown probably is underwater now that I've thought about it. Does the Netflix original series, Niyo Yokio, take place in a timeline where New York existed and was subsumed by the city of of Niyo Yokio? Wait. mm. Yes. It does. Okay. I thought it was maybe like an alternate, like an AU, if you will, an alternate universe Mm. where, where New York never existed. Well, no one's quite sure. And it's, again, impossible to know. I mean, Toblerones exist in that universe. We have now come to the extent of my knowledge of Neo Yokio. <laughs> Toblerones exist. I watched like five episodes of that show. Really? Which is like five more episodes than almost any other. Uh, it's not an anime, but a thing that's like an anime on Netflix, right? <laughs> yeah. W- welcome to Good. uh, uh man. Welcome to the Avatar: The Last Airbender discourse from uh, eleven years ago about whether mm-hmm. or not it counts as an anime or. <laughs> Danielle, thank oh, you for joining us here. Late Lunch talked about that last night. I watched the entirety of oh. Late Lunch while I was oh, uh, finishing up a, a video about Marilyn Manson and Sharon Stone last night, and mm. it was a great fucking episode, and the flyer thing was very, very, very funny. Oh, my God. But it wasn't even the only very, very, very funny thing in that episode. So I'm just going to congratulate you, Nikki, thank on you. being very good and funny on a great show. Thank you. Speaking Welcome. of being funny, I feel like we haven't yet on this podcast <laughs> what are you talking about we had wow. Wow. no what do you mean what are you Maybe, talking no, let about me, let me let me re- let me walk that back i feel like i haven't uh on this episode as of yet you all have been crushing it obviously uh just as you do every day uh, no still no still wrong okay well watch this hold on my friend shocks has something to say mayhem simulates open war Tell me what you could do with no limits so that's what he's got. Okay, you know what? That was the that was the inspiration I needed to get me over yeah. this over this hump. <laughs> I was I was just saying at the beginning of this podcast, but before we even started recording, that I just I don't know. I got I got a, I'm a, I'm in a mood. I'm in a place lately. I feel like I need I need to get energy back. I need to feel. I feel like I need to. I don't know. Find my my center again, and I'm just not doing it right now. And I I thought maybe today would be the time to do it. I'd be play some Destiny stream do a podcast with some folks and then destiny and then started everything off on the wrong foot played yeah. a bunch of destiny this morning and, and bungie was like actually we're reverting all your progress actually no yeah basically don't play on tuesday anymore right yeah um uh, why would you yeah. ever want to play on tuesday when they refresh the when content? they add the new stuff don't i mean why would you want to do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bungie please 
My crops are dying. <laughs> <laughs> you have to water me. No. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Yeah. Wow. You have to water me. Wow. No, that's a different meme, Danielle. We can't go down that road. Um, it, I'm uh, sorry. I, no, I went. No, that's not you being sorry. You shouldn't be sorry. I said it. I <laughs> said the first one that popped into my mind when Merritt said the thing, and I can't. I can't yeah. explain it. I can't. Say I don't it for know this else. this meme. I'm a I boomer. Know. We've already established yeah, this. You're you're lucky. S- and you're safe. I'm a boomer. I, my birthday is on Thursday, and I'm I really? am going to like Boomer City, basically. Like what is I was the, City? I was officially the age of uh, let's say you could become president at, and now I'm going to be in the second half of my 30s. Even though I know actually the day you turn 35 begins that right, but like I guess no, I'm, is this I'm some going what, even When does the decade begin and end? Discussion. It's one of those. It's one of those fucking things. But now I can I can officially say I'm I'm in my like mid to late thirties as hmm. of Thursday. Okay. And does and you know what that means? No. That means uh, I can officially not care anymore about th- the things of the youth. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're you're announcing here and now that you will be voting for Pete Buttigieg in the <laughs> upcoming primary. I don't need to care about him. Mm, not me. Okay. Gotcha. That's all I got. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Happy birthday. Because we're Thanks. not going to have a podcast. Uh, we're not going to record a podcast on your birthday, obviously. So, so happy it's true. birthday. Before we're then. super not. No. But it's exciting for me either way. Yeah? Are yeah. you actually excited? Like, how do you feel about it? No, I actually hate it. After I turned oh. 30, I hated my birthday every year. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, because I'm learning to embrace things and okay. learning to uh, understand that the world in your 30s is a different world than the world in your 20s. Is it actually? And, uh, that's okay. Or is it? Honestly, just... yes, it has been hmm. for me anyway. Okay. I don't know about other people, but I, it has been for me. <laughs> I I always feel like age just is just like, at least in terms of like the the raw numbers, it's like how everybody's like, oh. It's January 1st, I'm going to make a bunch of, like, New Year's resolutions or whatever, and, like, turning that age is the same thing, where it's just, like, the, the year changeover doesn't actually make any difference. It's more of a, like, a long, slow process than it is, like, this sudden thing when you turn 30 or 40 or whatever. I mean, look at Gina Torres. Yes, exactly. We we should... I, I've gotten to this point uh, where, you know, it, most of it is because I'm an, I'm an athlete, supposedly oh yeah and so like going against people who are half my age or less is is now a thing that i have to do sometimes and right. that's wild to me <laughs> that's genuinely wild to my brain i still i understand how old i am but my brain cannot understand oh this you know legal adult is half your age right. and you are competing against her and that truly i'm like yeah that'll happen when i'm 80 no it's happening right now right here and now <laughs> I, that that's another thing with that too though is just like you think like the legal adult or whatever because like when you say like because that, that's another thing where it's like the changeover doesn't happen immediately there i still think of people like granted i'm nearly 30 now myself but i think of anybody like under the age of i don't know like 22 to be like basically still a child like they might as well just be <laughs> a, a tiny person as that as level will just rise as you get older mm, that that okay. age will rise as you as you age as you get older, as you become a boomer in the truest sense of the world, of the word, rather. You know what? I do have an actual question. This is a pop culture question. 
we always talk about like boomers and like Gen Y, but like nobody mm-hmm. ever talks about Gen X. Like Gen no. X is just like no, mm. just nobody. It's right. like it doesn't exist in any kind of cultural conversation. And it's like there's a lot of people who are Gen X actually. Right. Which but which they're what just is not Gen counted. X? Which one is Gen yeah, X? Gen again? X is like born in the seventies for the most part. Okay. Um, uh, I believe it's up until what eighty one now. I think millennials are born in eighty two and later, something okay. like that. Yeah, wow, it's it's be people who are my parents' age. Okay. I hear the term exennials or exennials, which is That's like kind of what I am. <laughs> That's I kind of it. what I actually am. But mm. yeah, sadly, like the oldest millennials who are in their mid to late thirties are almost like exennials. Like right. kind of Gen X, you're kind of millennial in there. I wonder how much of that is literally just a pop culture thing of like everybody who is making pop culture and throughout who made pop culture throughout that era was just like regurgitating a lot of like eighties nostalgia and like a lot of the ideas of the eighties <laughs> uh, back at us for a long time. So it's just like so much of like major pop culture in terms of like what Hollywood is and TV shows is, is just like so influenced by people who were like adults during that time. Um, yeah. That like that the culture of people who were born in that era just kind of got forgotten in the history books a little bit. It's also that like Gen X, uh, if you were coming of age, you were Gen X, you were watching Empire Records when you were 17 kind of thing. Like if you were mm. in the 90s as a Gen Xer, there was like a whole thing about things like slacker culture and mm-hmm. grunge and all this other stuff that didn't necessarily, hasn't necessarily aged super well, but it also hasn't necessarily been, I don't know the most fondly remembered in some ways like yes really? certainly hmm. some of that has come back but it, it's not like the iconic looks of the 80s that will never you know be i don't want to say out of style but it's it, it'll it never be forgotten certainly. very unique it will never be forgotten exactly i i do feel like we are kind of moving and maybe that is maybe that is missing past that too jumping past that era because i feel like we are kind of riding a little bit of a 90s nostalgia wave now at least not not so much in games but like movies and tv there was literally just a movie not too long ago called like the 90s wasn't there like something yeah. like that is that jonah hill directed that um, yeah, and I feel sure. like there's a there's a little bit of that like Saved by the Bell ass uh, pastel like Dorito pattern clothing thing happening in like games and movies and stuff that is like trying to evoke that era. But maybe that's like that's that doesn't even feel like the right subculture. That doesn't even feel like the, the subculture. <laughs> that feels like what people remember the '90s looking like because what it's what the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live action movies looked like. And it's also very like. Those are very 80s aesthetics that are just kind of twisted a little bit further right. or taken, like, a little bit further. Like, I think of Saved by the Bell. That's, like, I could be wrong, but I'm thinking, like, very, very early 90s. I'm sure yeah. the new class and everything like that went much longer. <laughs> but oh. it has, like, a very eight, late 80s vibe. I don't, know, I don't know why I think the 80s were more iconic in terms of pop culture than the 90s. They weren't, in fact, they weren't in, you know, any kind of, uh, like, empirical... There's, there's no actual empirical study, right, of like, oh, this right. is more iconic than this, right? That's very much a subjective thing. But for some I, reason, it does feel like we're seeing so much more 80s stuff and not as much 90s stuff. And I don't know if this is actually connected to anything, but it does feel to me like Gen X is just a little bit forgotten in some ways. Right. Oh, no. you're. And I'm not I, sure yeah. why I think that, frankly. So. I don't even think you're the first person I've heard to say that before. Like, yeah. you're absolutely right. And I, and I do think, like, at least... For me personally, as somebody who was not alive in the 80s, a lot of it come, boils down to, for like, 
the J.J. Abramses of the world and, you know, the, your Stranger Thingses of the world. It's just, like, a bunch of people try, trying to regurgitate, like, the people, the, the era where the nerds won and, like, what, be, what, like, what everybody consi once considered nerd culture and stuff just became culture, just became, like, the the thing that is in front of us at all times and we cannot escape it no matter how we how we try mm. it that was it was the 80s so it's it's your fucking ready player one it's your armada it's your jj <laughs> abrams shit like mm. but it's just like never ends and so we never move past that into the next thing and you know like i said i think i think we kind of are in bits and spurts here and there but i also wonder if that's even such a good thing like i like being i like a lot of things from the 90s uh but i don't know if i necessarily just want what has happened to pop culture for 80s stuff to just happen again in the, the 90s uh, sense. Right. Yeah. It, it's <sighs> not like... <laughs> I don't know. Lots of things in pop culture aren't, like, bad or good, but if you if you say the word pop culture to me, I'm probably going to fall asleep within, like, five seconds of hearing mm -hmm. the word unless there's, there's something else kind of attached to it, right? There is, like, a really overgeneralization of certain iconography that... It just I'm like oh yeah okay I just can't I'm not cool it's all right I'm gonna go sleep bye bye <laughs> night night I mean Merritt you're fine because really... I'm a boober and I've embraced it and it's all good right yeah I mean once you just accept the sweet embrace of death and the and, you know the Grim <laughs> Reaper's sweet uh, cold hand coming for you then you don't have to worry about anything anymore and everything's fine. I was gonna ask Merritt because you were also a person who like a, I'm, I'm Nikki. I don't mean to exclude you from this because it's just that I know you're much younger than some. No, of it's us. fine. I'm I'm baby. Goo uh, <laughs> goo gaga. Uh huh. Um, I'm gonna do a kickflip into the stars. <laughs> and wearing really cool. a Rugrats t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> um. I love the '90s. I don't know, Merritt. Did you do you, do? You, does any of this like speak to you? Does any of this like stand out to you as in a similar way as what Danielle's pointing out? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I have a weird relationship to '90s and like '80s nostalgia stuff because mm. um, I wasn't really like conscious for most of the '90s, um, right? And the years that I guess I was, I've mostly forgotten like i have terrible long-term memory for a bunch of reasons and mm -hmm. um just like don't really remember any of that stuff what i do remember is like having cousins who were like maybe like five years older than me and i think they were just on like the cusp of like the gen x thing because yeah for me like what that was really about was like like disaffection and like dark humor stuff like fucking mm -hmm. uh uh zim and things like that um sure. and uh joan of Esca's in general probably yeah exactly and um and like grunge and all this stuff like stuff that like i seemed like too adult for me at the time sure and uh so yeah i don't like it's weird because that stuff feels like something that I like just missed out on. And so like, I have right. this weird relationship ship to it sometimes where I'm like, Oh, I feel like nostalgic for this, but I wasn't actually around for it, which is weird. And like, uh, really like my formative years, I think are the two thousands. Um, and, uh, that's a very different vibe, but yeah. also one that's that different. is coming back, I think with, um, just aesthetically uh like clear plastic and 
everything's shiny and uh what's the twitter account the institute of y2k studies i think that's it oh, oh I, yeah. I don't know if i know this uh yeah let me see if i can find it because it's very good y2k aesthetic institute hmm. um let me i mean is that vaporwave is that what vaporwave is i don't think so um I don't know what vaporwave is. I guess vaporwave is more is more nineties. It's more like golden era of MTV, Max Headroom, Eon Flux. Yeah. Is it? I don't know what it it's, is. It's actually it's it's very nineties, but it's very much like um, like mall, not mall goth, mall like mall aesthetics. That's yeah. what I often associate it with, like Summer Windows ninety five, Windows ninety six. Lots sure. of like computer okay, sound yeah. effects from that time. Oh, I purple think and the, pink the most and Y2K console for me, if I had to explain it that way, is the Dreamcast. Yep, totally. Sure. Like, yeah. That if you look at this uh, this Twitter account, which again is yep. Y2K Aesthetic Institute, it's Very it's good. a lot of like sans serif texts, um, a lot of just like rounded edges and uh, bevels and arrows and just like yeah um yeah dreamcast uh, wipe out like that kind of yeah, yeah. wipe out was going to be one of the things i was going to point out and uh, the another movie like kind of the movies of that era that jump out to me <laughs> ironically I, I scrolled down and i saw uh, a big picture of the spice girls it's like the spice girls movie uh, reminds uh-huh. me of that spice world spice world and uh, the, the live-action Josie and the Pussycats movie, if you remember that. Like, sure, that oh, is yeah. another movie God. that feels very much in that era. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean now Now that you pull Nikki just stuff. put in a picture of a blue, clear Dreamcast. And it's just, like, such a clear, like, perfect yeah. example of that time, of that place, of the, like... There was, like... It was, it was like, just post-grunge, and it was, like, a hopefulness. It was only, like, a year and a half where this really felt like the the way kind of of the world like it was like 99 to like mid 2000 of like happy things and i associate it of course super closely as you you folks are talking about with the dreamcast and like jet grind radio for me is that like a hundred percent like that it's a little bit grimy but it also because it had those very clean lines it's just like colorful and fun Mm -hmm. and yeah just very very like happy blue skies Yeah. yeah But uh, for me, Mega Man Legends and Mega Man Legends Two kind of fit in that in that vein a little bit in terms of like games I associate with that era as well. Because I even feel I remember this era, but like I was yeah. born in 1990. I was born in late 1990. Uh, so even this stuff was like happening when I was like a kid. Like your 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 worm lights and your iPod nanos and stuff like that. So I feel like <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I have an era that I necessarily like super associate with me myself. Also, that is a hell of an image of Choo Choo Rocket for the Dreamcast. Choo Choo Rocket was like my favorite game. Choo Choo Rocket with the orange oh! Dreamcast controller. Yeah. So good. It looks really great. Every uh, sound effect from that game is like permanently like soldered into my brain. Like fully, like it's in there. It's like making little patterns in there. I didn't actually know what Choo Choo Rocket, what kind of game Choo Choo Rocket was until uh, like two months ago when they announced that new Choo Choo Rocket mobile game. Yeah, it's, oh, I, I actually physically played this, like, for hours and hours and hours on edge with, like, my best friends. I, w- I would play this game multiplayer, and then I would play it by myself at night. Like, I just right. loved it so much. Hmm. So good. It was just such a fun little puzzle game where, you know, it also had this quirkiness, it also had this, like, 
bright, beautiful colors. I had just gotten a Dreamcast. It was oh, so good. So, so were you a were you like a Sega kid in general? Uh, the Dreamcast was my first non Nintendo console in my life. Oh, actually. same, same. Yeah. Yeah, right in 2001, actually, just after it was discontinued, it was my birthday that year. I was 17, and oh, I got wow. a Dreamcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, I d- This does beg the question for me. Nikki, what was the first console you remember owning? Um, well, I mean, there was, like, my dad's NES was, like, in the house. So that's what right. I played first. Like, what the was first your console, first console? The first console that was purchased for me was a PlayStation 1. Like, or, okay. sorry, no, a PS1. Not a PlayStation 1, mm-hmm. a, a PS1. PS1. One, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was the rounded one that came with the dual, the DualShock. The DualShock um, 1, yeah. Yeah. And then sometime after that, I got a PlayStation 2 and then a GameCube. I had a, I had a purple GameCube, and then my mom knew a guy at a GameStop who was able to, like, get us an orange spice... Uh, an orange spice controller and I'm still mad that uh, I got rid of it Um, because I was like I don't need this anymore I need to I don't need this I need a Wii yeah that's exactly what happened Mm. also like orange spice colored electronics very Y2K aesthetic kind of thing yes Uh, yes for sure Um, yeah it's so good can I uh, oh no go ahead Danny sorry I was going to make a, a fun segue into a game I've been playing of the Ooh. aesthetics of this era, sort sure. of. At least the original PlayStation. I just want to briefly mention and briefly shout out that I played uh, some really cool games. They're free, if anybody's ever interested in them, uh, from the Haunted PlayStation 1 Demo Disc 2020. It's the name of it, and we can put a link in the good old show notes if you want. Uh, oh, yeah. These are a collection of 17 PlayStation 1 or Saturn era looking games that, you know, indie creators have made, uh, you know, obviously now in 2020. Uh, and one that I played that to completion, the only one I've played to completion thus far is a game called Ode to the Moon by Color Fiction. And it is just a wonderful, weird, gorgeous sort of maze slash exploration slash adventure game uh, sort of set you're some sort of detective or some sort of investigator or something. It's not really clear. And you have to investigate, like, the after effects of this fall festival gone horribly wrong in, like, a tiny New England town. It's really trippy, really fun. I just love this aesthetic so, so much. There's something really creepy and chunky and weird about this era of graphics. And it was kind of before, frankly, before a lot of AAA studios or, or you know, big publishers kind of knew what to do with 3D language yet. It was like right. the, the first wave of consoles to use 3D graphics primarily. So there was a lot of things that just weren't worked out yet. And so things look pretty weird and that's very ripe for horror. So just wanted to shout that out because it was very, very fun, very, very cool. And it is free. So oh, yeah, I was going to add. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And maybe this is something you can't add since it sounds like you've only played one of the games on it. But I was actually kind of curious. I played that... like six or seven, oh, but uh, just the only one I actually fully like beat. Actually, like sat down for an hour and a half and like fully. Not all of them, I don't think, are hour and a half long even experiences. I think some of them are, are quite short. But yeah, that's the only one that I like sat down and was like, I'm gonna figure this out if if I got stuck somewhere. <laughs> basically, you might be able to answer this after all then, because I was actually kind of curious the. I feel like the haunted aesthetic as a term for, like, things... Uh, there was that one game, that haunted Doom... Or, no, sorry, uh, like, Quake game that you were talking about yeah. uh, a little while back. Uh, no Players Online or something yep. like that. Um, That's indeed it. 
that it was that like, one was a literal haunt not literal but like <laughs> the idea behind that one was that there is like an entity in the game in right. the servers so like haunting was like a, a an actual appropriate term there i think they're using haunted here in a much more general sense to just kind of mean horror yeah. Basically. So that was yeah. actually that was that's kind of what I was trying to get at. Like I feel yeah. like the the term and like the concept of like haunted game, like games like I'm scared and and things like that are kind of like very metatextual a lot of the time and sure. it's like supposed to surprise you with how like scary it is cuz it's going to start breaking the fourth wall and stuff like that. Is this like just this seems a lot goofier, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> So they put out this wild trailer uh, that I think I, I mentioned it at some point that it has real Kenshio Hall energy, which yeah. is like the old E3 <laughs> Hall with the wild, cheap shit, basically. Which is now which just is very South fun Hall, in a way. Think. Yeah, it's 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 still there. Like Kenshio Hall still exists. It's just not really what it's used for anymore. Uh, but yeah, like they put out this really goofy and wild trailer that I thought was a lot of fun. Uh, but that's not the vibe I got at all from Ode to the Moon. Ode to the Moon was much more. Uh, like genuinely very surreal and very interesting and interested in aesthetics as puzzle solving. Like the, okay. the way you kind of uh, progress in the game is, you know, you're just sort of interacting with the right thing or kind of finding the right path through something. It's not, you don't have like an inventory system or anything like that. It is very much walking simulator as adventure game, but the the visuals and the sound design are just wild and very, very, very evocative. So it's not goofy really in any sense. It's just kind of using... Uh, a, a type of visual language that you could certainly call goofy, right? L like low poly kind of aesthetic, a lot of okay. uh, colors and things. But yeah, the tone isn't actually very goofy at all. It's it's, okay. it's pretty much like no, it's it's out there rather than goofy. Okay, because I, I wanted I just wanted to address that in case any since yeah. it is free, if any of our listeners wanted to check it out or whatever, so they they knew what they were getting into. If it was like going to be something that was going to stress them out or, or scare them, yeah, or there's like some. I, I think there are some horror ass horror games on here. As okay, well. <laughs> like for sure, like you're in a dingy dark basement and bad things might happen. So right, these are horror games. At least one of them has like a very cute and goofy aesthetic, but it it might be with ghosts. Uh, okay. I forgot the name of what that one was. I kind of took a look at it, but it didn't really have great controller support, and my my uh, old ass thirty six year old wrists can't handle that. So, yeah. mm. <laughs> uh, Merritt, have you been playing anything recently? Wow, uh, have I been playing anything? Um, I don't know. I mean, not really. Like aside from Destiny, I've basically just been. I played some Mario Kart over the past week. Um, nice. Still. Oh, like uh, 8 Deluxe kind of? 8 Deluxe, yeah. Um, just like doing 50cc Grand Prix just to like Ooh. mess around. That game is so like crunchy looking. Like I just want to like, <laughs> it looks like it's made out of candy. I just want to yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> eat one of those little tires off a cart. Ugh. Mm -hmm. it looks so delicious. Oh, I, you posted about that, didn't you? you like, yeah. posted a tweet about that. Yeah, yeah. a while ago. Um, just looks so good. But, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Nintendo, good at that specific style. Good like, they're that really, thing really good. Good. that makes me want to just, like, pick up a little mushroom and just chomp into it, and it's made mm -hmm. out of marzipan or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, not much. Um, yeah. It's still pretty bleak out there. It's still pretty quiet. Um, I've been like keeping an eye on Switch stuff, but honestly, it's just like a lot of... Right now, it's a lot of ports, a lot of like 2D platformers that don't really grab me. Um, yeah. 
I, uh, so many pixel art platformers right now, and some so of them many. look genuinely very cool. Yeah, just like a lot of those. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I still have uh, EA Access, so I like installed mm. a couple games, but haven't played them. I guess we played Apex last week. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, that we was, did. That was kind of fun. Played I haven't played that. I haven't yeah. touched it since then because uh, uh, I'm bad at it. <laughs> and because you bought the battle pass. <laughs> because so. I bought the battle pass, so now I can't play it anymore. Uh, yeah. Right. No, I just, how that works. I have a hard time, like, because I guess Destiny has, like, really, really generous uh, auto-aim. Or, like, uh, whatever it's called. Like, the bullets aim are, assist? like... Yeah. Bullets are kind of, like, magnetized. Um, so you can, like glance someone's head and it still counts uh, <laughs> yeah. whereas in apex i feel like a the projectiles take a much longer time to travel and um b if you don't actually get dead on it's a miss and c the, they drop a lot like there's bullet drop and um i don't know how to do that and so like when we're playing i like will maybe get a couple of hits in and I'm sure if I kept trying, I could get better at it. But like, also, I don't know. It's like it's fine in small doses, but I don't think I would ever play it on my own. Um, yeah. Like, mm. I, the the thing that makes it fun is like goofing around. And right. if you're just playing it on your own, it's like just irritating for it's, me it's, at least. Yeah. It, it, the the most fun I ever had with that game was that time that we were streaming it with John and we were like number two and where we're like, you know, there was just us and one other team is what I mean to say. Right. And yeah. John, John got up to go like move a oh car my or God. something like that. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And they did, he was sort of like hiding behind a bush and uh-huh. uh, they didn't see him for like quite a long time. <laughs> they were just running past him and, uh. And John was like, oh, I'll be back in, like, two minutes. And it, he was actually gone for, like, 15 minutes. And they, yeah. couldn't, they couldn't find him. So we were just stuck spectating him standing behind a bush while nobody could find him. I forget. Did that John he die from up. the wall or did they find him? He died from the wall. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Robbed like, of a victory. <laughs> <laughs> but dumb shit like that is what I love uh, in those games. Because, like, I'm not going to... Unlike Nikki. Uh, I'm not going uh-huh. to get good at that game. Like no, I, I could try, but I will. Ne- it will never happen. Unlike Nick, I, again, Nikki. I promise. The only reason I'm good at that game is because I worked on that Call of Duty. Mm. That's literally ah. the only reason why is because like there's so many of those. Like I, I will stop being good at first person shooter. Like stop being okay at first person shooters in like two or three years once everyone kind of gets over the enhanced mobility. And kind of like sliding and and jump tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like, or what if we go that... all the way back in reverse? What if we get way into mm-hmm. it again? Now that yeah, then, what if we listen. what if we all just start playing? Uh, what's that one? Uh, uh, Unreal Titan Tournament. Escape from Tarkov. Oh, I was gonna say no, Unreal, Unreal Tournament. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone just starts oh. like Unreal Tournament. Yeah, and then I'm gonna quit and then go pro. Right. Okay. <laughs> esports. Um. No, but yeah, that's the only reason I'm hey. relatively okay with okay at that video game. Unreal Tournament Three had the ultimate in traversal mechanics, which was a hoverboard you could ride around uh, while carrying the flag. Hell yeah! In capture the flag matches, that was very good. I do wanna, I do wanna talk about. I did put in the chat. I put it a link. Um, now the folks over it. Did we talk about this on this show, or was I listening to a different program? Which one? Um, what is it? Uh, it's where we the the thing the Nintendo Super Nintendo's world. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, like the theme park. This incredible the theme park. building. Yeah. Yes. So I, I put it. I put it in Discord. There's a link of a person at Universal Studios Japan who was looking over a wall at a crane, and they've built what looks to be a flagpole for Mario. Yeah. Yes. What's got clouds? Yeah. And then the flagpole's up top. Yeah. And then there's enormous gaps where the um, clouds are moving. And I just yes. want to get y'all's takes on on this um, on this on this MP4 without any context. <laughs> and now and and before before y'all go, listeners, I hear you. I hear you all shout in your cars. That's not enough information. That's literally all I've got. So That's all it yeah. is. That was that was basically exactly correct. So. Wait, this is. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it's why nothing. are the why are the clouds in front of a mountain? Why are the clouds in front of a mountain, Merritt? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Below Wait, the ground line. Unless below it's, the uh, unless mm-hmm. it's like a Super Mario Galaxy situation where uh he's Cloud Mario yeah. and is using the clouds to like jump mm-hmm. up to a higher level. That might be it. That's but giving it us but a there's lot no of but there's no flagpole in Galaxy. Wow. Right? You've, so like you've what's me. the what's the point? I think these are platforms, though. I really do. Because they're moving in such a way as to create a challenge for the player. Yeah, is this like, are you supposed to, like, jump up on this? No way they would allow that because it would be <laughs> <laughs> instant no, Steven, what's the wrong? What's wrong? Wait, no, 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 no. I don't see any problems with putting people. What What could possibly happen? Yeah. Oops, they posted this image and they've already been sued, weirdly enough. They haven't even let anyone into the park yet. Are people excited for this? Or, like, it looks... I don't know. Like, this, this to me looks terrible like i i understand <laughs> like the theme park's not done yet but there i have a lot of issues with the way that um if you've listened or watched late lunch you've heard me go on and on about how bad i think universal is at doing theme parks um but i'm of the opinion that you shouldn't be able to see into other themed worlds from other parts of the park right yeah um yeah, so that's you should does so well yeah, yeah. At, at at any point you should not I should not be able to stand in Harry Potter, like, beyond whatever fucking Diagon Alley, whatever the fuck, and see Mario 150 (laughs) feet away. Like, I don't want that. That should be a legal crime. My friend just got back from Galaxy's Edge. That's what the Star Wars one is called, right? Uh, They just got back from Galaxy's Edge, and they were telling me about how weird it is that there is, like, a cantina in that uh, place that is, like, all decked out, like, complete LARP. Uh, everybody's pretending to be, I don't know, resistance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a Wookiee there or something and some droids and everything is themed. They use the Star Wars like font on the Coca-Cola, all that stuff. Yeah. And it is super, super immersive and wild. And then she walked out of the door and oops, there's Elsa just standing right there like, <laughs> hanging out with Buzz Lightyear or whatever. Uh, so Elsa's. Yeah, it is apparently like a, just a really wild feeling because once you're in, when you're inside, it's like a compl- almost a completely enclosed space, so you yeah. can't actually see any of that stuff. But then you walk out, and it's just like, oh right, uh, I'm in Orlando. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I'm yeah, going to Orlando. Just... Yeah. Oh well, Merritt, you should from Orlando get on another plane and go to Tokyo, and then report <laughs> on uh, what's happening at Universal Studios Tokyo. Yeah. But why are you going to Orlando, Merritt? Oh, I'm going to that 
a convention that isn't a Destiny convention, but is actually one. Yeah. Oh, not Guardian cool. Con. It, not Guardian Con. It used to be called Guardian Con. It's now called GCX because I guess they have <clears throat> other stuff there now. Unclear exactly what it is, but... Um, the Division. My... They do Destiny and The Division now. <laughs> yeah. My colleague Paul Tassi <laughs> told me about it, and uh, I was like, yeah, that sounds like something I could go to. That's yeah. like... Because I'm not going to be stressed out enough in June. And um... Oh, yeah, that is... Now, merit, 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 uh-huh. merit. That yes. is a week after Electronic 3. No, it's not. Oh, it's, or it's, it's two weeks after Electronic it's a whole 3. two weeks after. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry. That makes That's, a huge difference. That is much better. Yeah. yeah. But this is different because I feel like it's going to be lower key. I feel like what this is going to be is mostly me doing interviews with, uh, like, fucking Datto and like uh, yeah. those guys, uh, you know? I, That's cool. I, I want to push back on that a little bit and the idea that you think that E3 will be uh, high key as opposed to low key this year, which I feel like yeah, E3 is maybe going, going to be the lowest key it has ever been. <laughs> what are you talking about? We've got, no, listen. Brand There's activations. Devolver, Devolver yeah. is going to be there. Technically Brand not part of E3, but yeah. All of our information is going to get leaked again. Devolver is <laughs> going to be what? there. <laughs> that is the new uh, Xbox. That does get your blood pumping. Yeah, the new does. Xbox is going to be there. Yes. Halo. Uh, happy E3 what? Xbox. Yeah, happy <laughs> Easter Xbox. Um, fucking whatever that game was that got announced today from Square Enix and People Can Fly. What's oh. that game called? Outrider? Oh, fucking Out Fire. Out yes. Anthem. Anthem's going to be there. So, like, I mean, I don't know how you're, y'all aren't excited about E3 this year. I am excited for the same reasons that I am excited for PAX, which is that mm-hmm. I am excited to see all of you and uh-huh. the rest of our coworkers in person. Because yeah. I love that. I genuinely, uh, last year, this is something I've talked about, I think, with, with John, maybe. Yeah, I probably talked about it on this podcast, too, before. But this is just, like, the kind of the first job I've ever had where I genuinely feel, like, part of a group uh, and part of the team and, like, like appreciated and liked <laughs> yeah maybe for the first time in my entire that's life important that's yeah. very important yes. it, it is and and it feels great and it's so awesome to see everybody in person like that and that is why i'm excited for any of yeah. this not because i want to see whatever is going to be the three we haven't actually started halo six this. halo six the, the sixth um, halo now <laughs> i do i think i've said this before but it is super fucking cool to me that the second i got into this goddamn business e3 died um after i was like man this this is e3's the the big one the big granddaddy of them all is what they call e3 um and uh and now it's nothing mm-hmm. anyway uh, I sorry mean... i just watched a video of a man use a shoe as a cell phone and by that oh, wow. man that man is Shaq. oh good good he might be an e3 <clears throat> you know look okay danielle he yeah. might be like he the odds, be. the odds of Shaquille O'Neal being at E3 this year, I would say are at about eighty five percent. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, it's like we might have actually. Okay. This is a thing. This is a thing. There was a year where the Celtics and the Lakers were uh, in the last game of the championships, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was during E3. The year was twenty eleven. I was living in Boston at the time. This is twenty ten. Oh, okay. Maybe? Probably twenty ten. Maybe twenty eleven. Now this is. Basketball. No, it was 2010. You're right. It was 2010. Okay. This is basketball. And 
we did have uh, there were you know uh, sporting riots, uh, sort of like right. E three, and so this. like there were like you know police helicopters like taking off from the nearby hotel, and now I stayed at the historic May. What is it called? May something historic May something hotel, uh-huh. which had seen better days at this point that I was staying there, and like I was like hanging out in my hotel room, and I was just sort of like, oh, it's it's E three, but maybe we can't go outside because we're right near um, the Staples Center and maybe that's a bad idea. So I think I ate like trail mix that uh-huh. night for dinner because I was just like, well, this is happening. It's E3, baby. Yeah. And that's what I got. I mean, you put nerds and sports people together in one city uh, for a short amount of time and it is just a pressure cooker of yeah. bad smells <laughs> and energy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I would like to compile a list of celebrities that we think will be mm. at E3 this year. Um, Denise Richards. Denise Richards is good. Uh, the, what, <laughs> real, real, real quick one. I, that's a name I know. Which one is Denise Richards again? Starship Troopers. Yeah. Which one is she in Starship Troopers? <laughs> the main one. Uh, the main. Oh, lady. Casper Van Dien. <laughs> <laughs> his girlfriend uh in high school okay. aka the one who becomes in a high pilot. school and they're 35 okay yes, the pilot she becomes a pilot her name is uh even i think in the movie right uh-huh right Carmen right because Ibanez. they're from buenos yeah. aires in uh, in yeah. that movie uh-huh it's a great film i love that movie but also there's some stuff in it. oh no i think it's I think it's actually quite intentional, but yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, sorry, didn't mean to completely derail your bit, Nikki, because I do think this is great, because I think Shaquille O'Neal is exactly the level of celebrity that we yeah. should expect at E3. <laughs> mm. um, Shaq level. Shaq, Shaq level, level celebrity? Shaq yeah, what level. I what I have Googled is Shaq level celebrities. Mm. Ninja. Ninja okay. will be there, right? Probably. Ninja will be there. Uh, what's a step down from Ninja? Ninja's obviously the biggest one, right? Who, who's the uh, other big? Shroud. Shroud will obviously be there in the mixer. Posted up in the mixer HQ. Oh, mixer HQ. Do you think the Bang Energy Girls will be back again this year? Yes. Okay. They were personally invited by uh, George ESA back into the building. Okay. Um, boy, the the bang energy stuff was uh, maybe the most dire thing I have ever witnessed in my entire life. Um, yeah. Okay, who from the cast of American Pie mm. will be there? Gene Hackman. <laughs> Sorry. Where? I don't um, think Gene Hackman is in that. Movie. Oh, is he not? Sorry. I think you're thinking you're thinking of Eugene, of Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. I think this episode has established pretty definitively that I don't know celebrities. That's okay. Uh, I really hope, um, uh, what's his name? Sean Michael Scott shows up for, Sean William Scott sure. shows up for this sure. one. Oh, that, that would be, be cool. That would be pretty good. Would uh, John Cho show up? Maybe. Was he in those? Yeah. No, he's like hurt, isn't he? Oh. John what happened to John Cho? Yeah, that he got hurt while he was making oh. uh Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. 
And, uh, oh, he broke both of his feet or something? Yeah. yeah. He got, like, hurt bad but by the way it sounded. Injury. Oh, no. Oh, also, apparently, um, <laughs> this sucks in a big way. Uh, he uh, was just, like, hanging out with some of the cast from Parasite at the Oscars. Mm. Oh, yeah. And people kept being like, congratulations. Oh, no. It's very funny. Yikes. No, 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 it's, no, no, no. It's terrible. Ooh. But very funny. Um, Do you he used know to teach how old John English Cho at my is? high school. John Cho. Cho? So that's really it's cool. like in his forties. I would he's, guess he's forty-seven. Yeah, 47, he's up there. And he's you know. And wow, I still celebrities buy him look good. Yeah, weird. <laughs> we should talk know, about right? this. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I just saying he's almost the same age. Uh, oh yeah. Hey, um, uh, do you remember anyway. what happened to? Uh, uh, Oh, what's his name? He was on House briefly. Oh, Cal Penn. Uh, who? Oh my God. I mean, who? he worked. Didn't he work for the Obama administration yeah. <laughs> for a minute? Yeah. Yes, he went to Obama. He became huh. like a. He was an associate director in the White House Office of Public Engagement. Yeah. And uh, so he had his character on House had to be killed off so that he could go do. Oops. That. Oh and, wait, uh, he he intentionally made that. Jump, huh? I thought it was just like, oh, he was done on house, and then later no, on, no, he was like, no, I want to no, go no. work at the White House, and then he briefly left his post to film the third installment of the Harold and Kumar series, a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> uh, and now he's kind of just like, I don't know, just one of those guys. Is he going? going is that mean he's going to E3? He yeah, Cal be. Penn will be at E3. Cal Penn will be at E3. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, huge. That's, I'm happy we could break that news. Yeah. Uh, I think my uh, my kind of lock of the week for this one is going to be Matthew Lillard, the voice of uh, Shaggy from Good. the Scooby-Doo uh, TV series now. He's just the voice of Shaggy, like, all over the place now. Uh, now also, wait, wait, now, wait. Yeah. Can I ask, Steven? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nikki. Oh, no, no, no. You go ahead. I just I just take some issue at that being your Matthew Lillard yeah? uh, go-to. Um, oh, for sure. Well, no, I was going to uh, follow up with my other Matthew Lillard go-to, which is the live-action uh, Wing Commander movie. Those are the two things I know Matthew Lillard for. Okay. Okay. Is there right. is there more? Do do go on. <laughs> nope, that's it. I've, I've exhausted my Lillard facts. <laughs> I was gonna say the, uh, but who's who's voicing? You know what's the move? It's called Scooby, right? The the animated feature. It's, I think it's called Scoob. Scoob. It is called Scoob. You're right. It Scoob. is no. different than the thing which I said. Which does it does suck. Which is now suck bad. Now what I would like to posit is that actually Will Forte is going to be at E3 as which the Shaggy that? representative. Oh, does he also voice? Because he's Shaggy in the film Scoob. Wait, they they. Dropped Lillard? Yeah. This one's got all of your favorites. Frank Welker, he's still Scooby-Doo. Legally, okay. I think. Um, Will Forte's, here is Shaggy. Zac Efron, that's Fred. Gina Rodriguez, um, everyone loves her, definitely, for sure. She's Velma. Yeah. Um, Amanda Seyfried, uh, she's Daphne. Tracy Morgan okay. is here as Captain Caveman. Ken Jeong wait, is here I'm... as Dino Mutt Dog Wonder. Wait, Mark Wahlberg the... is here as Bl- Blue Falcon. I, 
you can't just jump straight to theatrical release of a uh, Scooby-Doo movie for the first time in like 27 years and like be like, and also it's a backdoor uh, pilot for an extended 3D action Hanna-Barbera multiverse. How else would you do it though? You have to do it this way. I mean, people yeah. are going to be clamoring for Tracy Morgan's performance as Captain mm-hmm. Caveman. Right, that's true. That's why I'm going to the theaters in May. I mean, it worked out so great for the Dark Universe and for DC, so, like... Listen, they're making an Invisible Man movie, so who's the joke on now? <laughs> Us. Is that out yet? Is that, no, like, out? No, I think it comes out, like, in a couple of weeks. Really? I told this, I told this story I told this story on... Um, Invisible Man comes out on February 28th, 2020. Oh, we're going to be at PAX, though, so we won't be able to oh. um, take the time to go check that one out. Oh, like, uh, darn. Day. That's unfortunate. Darn. Dang. <laughs> dang, dang, <laughs> darn. No bummer. Um, now, I did tell this story yesterday on Late Lunch, but there are um, advertisements scattered around the Los Angeles area that are, well, after this weekend are no longer, but previously were, like, four-year consideration ads that are, like, please vote for Jojo Rabbit or Parasite yes. or whatever the fuck. Yes. Because uh, you live in Hollywood, and like statistically speaking, you have a vote in the Academy. So like that's we just have to advertise to you. Um, but there's also just a bunch of general movie billboards uh, all around, and the ones for oh they Invisible have those in Man, other cities too, actually. They do. Yeah. Ah, uh, billboards. Wild. They've got those. Mm-hmm. We have wow. that technology even here in the Midwest. That's wild. <laughs> well, <laughs> some of the Invisible Man billboards say cool stuff like he's in your back seat. <laughs> oh, God! I'm sorry. Don't <laughs> yeah. do that. What? Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to see if I can find more of them, but that's my favorite one, uh, where it does just say that he's in your backseat. You can't do that to people, to human beings, against their will. I guess that's what advertising is. But yeah, that's how they yeah. get you. Hmm. Uh, do we want to move on to? Uh... I think we have a we have a bit of a time limit here. Do we want to maybe move on to some uh, listener stuff? Yeah, because yeah. we got actually a couple of uh, uh, listener mails here, um, as is the plural of mail. <laughs> Once again, that is podcast at fanbyte.com. Uh, that is singular. You can also go to podcasts at fanbyte.com because we are so bad at keeping track of it until we did in fact just register both of them. That you can go to both now because <laughs> we registered <laughs> both of them. Uh, we got one from Nathan here that I believe Danielle was kind enough to put in here for us. Or was that Nikki? Who did this? No, it wasn't. Uh, that me. was me, but what the fuck, Merritt, did you just send? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Why is it? The, I can't, the worst part about feet. this JPEG, Merritt, <laughs> no! is that it's so small, I had to get my face closer to the screen to read it, and that made it worse. It looks big when I downloaded it, and then it was just was really small. It's yeah. very small. Mer- you know that I need only the biggest JPEGs um, of Garfield's feet. It's at just all Garfield's times. feet. It's just. Garfield's I don't know. Feet. I was just looking up some pictures of Garfield, and I found some really some ones that are actually way worse than this. Uh, this was like no. one of the the less bad ones because mm-hmm. I've seen some stuff in the last oh, yeah. fifteen minutes. Let me tell you, we've all been on the internet. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. Anyway, sorry. Nathan. Anyway. 
We have a we have an email from one Nathan here. Uh, if you want to uh, send us questions or comments or anything at uh, Fanbyte, you can go ahead and hit us up at uh, Fanbyte podcast at Fanbyte.com. Nathan says, "Hello, a coworker of mine coordinates a gaming camp for women undergrads at the private college where we work. Currently, LOL, which is uh, short for League of Legends, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is their competitive game of choice. But they're looking to add another one soon. Last time they mentioned they were considering Overwatch. Ultimately, it's their parentheses." and hopefully the students, unparentheses, choice to make. But do you guys have any suggestions? This is for competitive um, games for people to play at a camp. Yeah, an editor's yeah. note is that uh, it didn't come over when I copied and pasted the email, but Nathan did put the snoring emoji after Overwatch. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> because it's a dead game, which, you know what, Shots Nathan, you're fired. right. I mean, um, they're not wrong. Now, here's what I would say. Overwatch is actually a pretty good recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Overwatch is not a terrible idea. It is if the if these if the people playing these games have like not really gotten into uh competitive gaming like this and like this is their first foray, for that purpose, I think Overwatch would be a really good um entryway into that space. Um because there are a lot of intricacies uh, that a new player can definitely learn that they won't hit the wall on for a minute in the way that people who have been playing Overwatch since the game came out have definitely have um, because the game's been out for 38 years. Right. Um, <laughs> Rocket League, I also think, is a really Ooh, solid... Rocket League's um, a good one. The rules are simple uh, and the skill ceiling is super high um, and it's really easy to on-ramp into that game um, and... Every every match is close, like regardless of how, like whatever your skill levels uh, are, um, and that's really cool. Do y'all have any any ideas? I'm just trying to think of like stuff that's like super accessible because right. the other thing, right, is that mm. like at I I'm kind of under the impression that like you also have to teach the basics of these games. Um, Splatoon. So. Splatoon. Good. Splatoon's not bad. Um, Splatoon, they're not doing the Splatfest stuff anymore, but I guess that's not really a concern if you're all playing together. Uh, The one thing with Splatoon is that Nintendo is, like, notorious for making it uh, a tremendous pain in the ass to play together as a group. Um, And Mm. I think that's a little bit of a problem with Splatoon. Splatoon, last time I played it, um, made it very hard to play together on the same team. Even if you were, like, partied up and in the same match, it would split you up sometimes and put you on randomized teams, but maybe that's not a concern in this case. Um, I have two recommendations uh, that are now Splatoon. Mm. One is Bioshock 2, okay, uh, which well. just had oh its 10th anniversary, and then the other one is uh, the GoldenEye remake. Uh, from 2000. Wow. All right. Well, so the last two multiplayer <laughs> games you played, Dead Yell, is basically what you're saying. Um, let me see. Hey, that Battlefront 2 seems real popular right about now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It, They've it, got the. They added BB-8 to it. Hmm. Now BB-8 oh, can do a nice. do a kill. Also, you can get that very cheaply with that whole, um, you can just basically pay the 10 bucks for a month or whatever, uh, and it'd be very cheap to get for everybody with that Origin yeah. Access premiere stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. It's a really weird, we're in like a weird lull for... What about Smash? Yeah. Smash is good. That's a really Smash. good... 
That's a good one. Smash is great because it's something you can play on one TV too. You can put yeah. like four yeah. to eight people in front of one TV. Um, yeah, it's a very good one. And Smash, uh, honestly, the- Mario Kart. Maybe. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's a really good one. Um, I I wonder if they're talking about Overwatch and League of Legends. I wonder. I'm wondering if, that's if like- they're focusing on PC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like on like esports. Good point. Des- don't do Destiny. The mo- the competitive no, multiplayer in Destiny is literally the worst part. <laughs> no, it's great. What are you talking about? Mm. What? Listen, G- listen. Gang it's beast? great because gang, gang beast, competitive gang beast. esports, gang beasts. It is fun. It's my. I'm quitting my job to do that. Okay. Well. Goodbye. Esports gang beasts. That's the third time Nikki has quit his job today <laughs> on this show. Yeah. Please hire me back. Um, um, if they like League of Legends. Let me tell you about uh, uh-huh. Dota Two, the, the okay. second defense of the ancients. Now this is now this is a mod a modification, correct, to Warcraft Three? Right. Uh, Warcraft now legally Blizzard does own it now because they did put out Warcraft Three Reforged. <laughs> uh, they did buy that is how they got it back from uh, Valve. Uh, strangely enough, uh, Dota. I mean, if they're because if they're playing League and and Overwatch, also a fairly high skill ceiling thing. It's uh, maybe it doesn't need to be the most accessible stuff. Dota, don't play Dota though. Dota is like what if League of Legends was just like. Like hellaciously difficult and complicated and like for crazy people um yeah. so i loved it but uh maybe not that one <laughs> I, I think the weird thing for me is that a lot of the games that i like are cooperative and i don't know if that's yeah. an option here yeah, good point. Like Monster Hunter would be my kind of my, yes, Counter Strike. There you go. Ah, you know what? Counter Strike very popular. No, Counter Strike. People love Counter Strike. Yeah, yeah, apparently. totally. You can throw guns in that game. Does it do anything? Does it kill? No. Okay. Do I mean like you can throw them on the floor and then other people can pick them up? Oh, okay. Um, and uh, yeah, people like that one. Like I think think there are only like four competitive games on the on in games right now. Right, because they're all games that you're supposed to play for your entire life and never again. Um, people like that new. They're supposed to kind of be your job, right? Basically, yeah. That's what that's what. Uh, also, something we can blame Dota for. Dota coined the term "battle pass." Uh, actually, they created the battle the the battle pass. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, World of tanks. Don't do World of tanks. <laughs> what about? Wait, did someone mention like any of the? Uh, any what? Sorry, the, like did someone mention any of the like the battle chess games or anything yet? Oh, oh. like auto battlers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they're already playing LOL, then. Um, yeah, that could be an option. That or uh, also reminds me uh, that's actually the, yeah the fact that they're playing LOL maybe makes implies that they would maybe like that or like like uh, like um, Legends of Runeterra. That's what it's called. Like there's card a lot of card games like Magic the Gathering uh, Arena is extremely popular right now. That's maybe a little bit rough because of the way that the monetization works with a bunch of randomized card packs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, maybe yeah. not what you want, but artifact. Artifact, very hot right now. Yeah, I I also wouldn't discount. I wouldn't um, discount uh, like FIFA or Madden. I get it's, it is yeah. a very particular yeah. type of person who would be into those things, but there are definitely competitive scenes around both of those sure. games, and they are very interesting and deep, nuanced competitive scenes around both FIFA and Madden. Um, yeah. That even if you do not care about football or football from a mechanical perspective can can give you a lot yeah um uh and if cooperative stuff is an option uh kind of my go-to ones on that would probably be uh monster hunter and <clears throat> uh final fantasy 14 
uh, I think Final Fantasy. Right. Yeah. Actually, not Final Fantasy fourteen. Don't do Final Fantasy fourteen because it's like fucking a nightmare to grind through uh, to get to all that stuff. But like Monster Hunter is something that you can like get four people together in and go hunt a Jagras pretty much immediately. Right. And we yeah. we also we also Warframe. cannot crucially cannot forget about right Warframe. No, we cannot forget about Tetris. Um, oh, Tetris ninety nine. Which is the yeah, which is the original, which is the original competitive game. Yeah, so I hope that helps. I, I <laughs> you, may, you were maybe asking like the worst group of people possible for competitive game options. Uh, if you'd come to us with cooperative, I think we would have had a bit of discretion there. But um, no, I, I do hope that helps. I hope that maybe kind of uh, at the very least kind of elucidated kind of what the like overall state of competitive games are right now in terms of like what's kind of you know accessible to a large number of people uh but yeah honestly overwatch not a bad idea smash like Merritt said if they if switches are an option great uh great pick probably um yeah cool well do we want to probably just like wrap it up there yeah yeah i think that's a good that's a good ass podcast if i do say so myself yeah. Let's send this podcast yeah, into I'm... the sun. Okay. Yep. No one will ever hear it. <laughs> Sunshine. <laughs> if you are, now, if you did get this podcast, it is illegal and you do need to destroy your phone. <laughs> uh, ah, yeah. Uh, so, podcast at, uh, at uh, fanbyte.com one last time, just so if people want to go there, make sure you go to fanbyte.com, the website. Go to twitch.tv slash fanbyte for all that sort of stuff. Uh, we, you can also find us on Twitter and various other places if you want to. Uh, Merritt, where can people find you? Uh, at Merritt K on Twitter. Great. And uh, Danielle? You can find me at Danielle R.I. Perfect. Nikki? At Godsua, G-O-D-S-E-W-A. And if you are an undergraduate student currently mm. in the year of our Lord 2020 and would like to be <laughs> Fanbyte's editorial intern, uh, hit me up. I've gotten some some good ones and some not so good ones. So please read the goddamn post on the <laughs> website. Just follow instructions and you'll be fine. If you, if you can, that was not directed at you if you followed instructions. Just yeah, to, like, yeah, 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 you yeah. were one of the good ones if you followed the instructions. Uh... So yeah, where I'll, can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at at Steven Strom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-T-R-O-M. No P-H in there. I like my water neutral. No, but That's an M-G. It. No P-H, but M-G. We found that out today. Uh, G-M, actually. <laughs> sorry, G-M. I knew the letters. <laughs> I didn't remember the order. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, it's not uh, the Game Master Strom. Yep, it's that's, true. <laughs> that's me. Uh, who could say? We'll see what happens in the future. Um... Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to check back uh, on Thursday for another episode of You Love to See It. We did a very cool episode. Um, or, well, no, we haven't, actually. We're going to record one after this at some point. And, um, yeah. Uh, check back next week for another episode of uh, Fan with the Fan by Podcast. Check back next Monday for Paper Bull Resurrection, which is a very, very good, very, very funny show. Uh, there was an episode recently about Marilyn Manson and Sharon Stone, and I can't get the phrase... Uh, Marilyn Shanson out of my head <laughs> ever since. That's very good. <sighs> Does anybody want to sign us off this week? I'm sorry, Holy Father. I spent a lot of time in the studio and... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jesus. Bye. <laughs> Yay. All right.